Okay. Uh, welcome back, sports fans far and wide, to episode one of Sports Talk, the podcast. The podcast where we talk about sports. I was like, welcome back. Welcome to the Sports Talk, the podcast. The episode, the podcast where we talk about sports. I am your host, Sports Talk. <laughs> I'm joined by... Do I say my real name? I don't know. Get closer because I don't know uh, if the microphone's going to be able to pick, us up, right. pick it up. Uh, it's up to you. All right, I'm uh, David. Oh, David. Dave, we'll call you David O. Cool. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right, David O. We are gonna. Be, this is the first in your revolving door of sports talk co-hosts. David's gonna be a regular co-host yeah. of Sports Talk, the podcast. <laughs> David, this is where we talk about sports. I I love sports. I do too. Sports is my favorite. I do too, which is why we started this show. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I guess we'll get into the actual sports talking. Right. Uh, I don't know why I made that so so formal. So anyway, back to sports talk. Uh, David, press pause. Yeah, you couldn't press pause. We figured it out though. And so that first minute's still gonna be. Yeah, it's, look, there it is. Ah, okay. So we still have it. Yeah, that's in. All right. Um, this is sports talk. I'm gonna be upfront with you guys. I don't know why I felt the need to say this. I'm not a funny person, <laughs> so if I ever try to be funny, put me in my place and tell me that I'm not in the comments. Mm-hmm. Like that first segment right there, I was trying to be a little too funny. Yeah. And I really don't think I'm that funny. Mm-hmm. So next time I try to do that, just please. Yeah. I'm, right. I'm actually gonna put that on you to tell me this. All right, I will. Because this isn't. This isn't. If, listen. This were a comedy podcast, <laughs> we'd be being funny. Uh huh. It'd be it'd be funny, guys. It'd be fun, right? It'd be, actually, <laughs> it'd be funny talk. I actually, I actually kind of like that. <laughs> but but this isn't funny, guys. This is sports. This talk. is sports. It's serious. Speaking of which, uh, while you were gone, I was thinking that we should probably put a sports game on the TV. That's true. I'll I'll get on it. Can you, you get on putting the yeah, sports you, game on the TV? You you talk to the viewers. Ramble for a little bit. No one's gonna be watching. It's all gonna be audio, David. Um, I, I said talk to the viewers. Oh, you, you call them viewers? <laughs> yeah, listeners. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is sports talk. Uh, this idea. Why well, don't I don't really know why you need the history of sports talk. We really <laughs> should just get right down into the sports talking. But no, yeah, no one cares. No one's listening to this for history. No, it's not, it's this, not this, history, this, this ain't history talk. <laughs> It's this. This is like ESPN if it were a podcast. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. All the wa- worldwide leader of sports, and they do radio. Yep. So, but this isn't that. This is a podcast. We want to make it clear we are not ES. We may sound like it sometimes. Yeah. Because we know so much. We're so smart. Right. Because we know so much about sports. Uh, yeah. Smart. The sports way. No, not about anything else. Yeah. We we got terrible grades uh, in school. Mm-hmm. You want to know why? Because we were too focused on sports. Because we're thinking about sports too much. Um. So the sport that's on right now is football. Yeah, Raiders Chargers. Chargers oh, up twenty-one nothing. Yeah, and I, I said that. I said I was at uh, my friend's house to start. Yeah, what uh, watching the beginning of this game, and I said I, I it was seven nothing Chargers early, and I was like, this is gonna be a blowout. This is gonna be a blowout for the Chargers. You know, the Raiders started three and zero, and I I would say it's luck. They're playing bad teams, but they're not. They played 
They played the Ravens. They played the Steelers. And then they beat the Chiefs. They did not beat the Chiefs. Oh, the, Char- the, the Chargers beat the Chiefs. Uh, the Raiders beat uh, the uh, Dolphins. And, like, they're not very good. But, no. Uh, but the, Ra- uh, the Ravens and the Steelers are two good teams. So, I was like, it's not a fluke that they're 3-0. It just doesn't feel like they're going to have much of a shot this game. I'm going to go back to something you said about a minute ago now. Uh-huh. It's never luck when Gruden's on your side. <laughs> that much I know. That's true. That's a good point. Now, is Derek Carr any good? He's been playing good, but it looks like he's been playing bad this game. He's been uh, playing good the first three games of this year. I think he's just very fine. I think he's right in the middle of the pack. Okay. Uh, you know you know who I think is good? That Justin Herbert. He's actually he's got a future. I'm yeah. not even kidding. Like, he's uh-huh. got a future. Yeah. I feel I kind of feel bad for Derek Carr. Did, I, you, did you hear about the whole Brady thing? Were you there when we were talking? Yeah, about I did hear about that. Yeah, that was flat out rude. Yeah, like I don't know. That man has a job. Yeah. He has a family. I'm sure. And you're just like, oh yeah, I was gonna go ahead and take his uh-huh. job. It's just a mean thing to say. It's not like Derek Carr's that bad. Uh-uh. Derek Carr's solid. Derek, I mean, listen, Derek Carr's not winning any Super Bowls no. anytime soon. Uh, but hey, he's three and zero. I mean, he's, he's, he's about to, he's about to be three and one, but. Right, yeah. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't count him out so quickly. Yeah, I would. Remember when the Raiders had Sebastian Janikowski? Yeah, he would nail some long ones. Some long ones. 60-plus yeah. yards. Uh-huh. Right? Speaking of, the Tucker last week. What happened? 66. 66. He broke the yeah, record. Yeah, with the game winner. Didn't you know that? Uh, uh, I do. I was a sports fan, of course. I know that. <laughs> but I forgot. Listen, there's been a lot of sports going on mm-hmm. the past there week. Is, is. Like, more, like, like. I mean, you know, the NBA is getting back in swing. I've been watching a lot of preseason hockey. Look at that. Uh, I'm sorry. Look at that satellite for Herbert in the first half. 20 for oh 25, God. 175 yards, three touchdowns. Is he perfect game hunting? Like, that kid is special, man. I, I, I truly think that kid has the capability of being a top five quarterback in the league by the end of the year. I think he might be close already. I was saying this again at my friend's house when I was watching the sports. And That's nothing. And then, by the way, I meant to say this before when you said it. There's nothing quite like sitting down oh, watching yeah. a sports game with your friends. And I was saying this that he kind of just does everything right. He has the capability of throwing that long ball, but his accuracy is something else. You know, he yeah. hasn't really been throwing it to uh, the the receiver as much this year. Keenan, no, Keenan's been getting a lot of targets still. So. Oh, okay, maybe I just haven't really yeah, been paying attention. I'll, I'll pull up his target numbers. But I'm while, trying to pull up some stats myself. Yeah, while while you're talking, while I'm talking, but Herbert just it feels like he does everything right. Just it, his precision, it just every pass seems to be right there. And yeah, I just think he's a great quarterback. Yeah, I mean he has some ability with the legs, but explain this one to me. Sorry to interrupt. How on earth? Justin Herbert is 20 of 25 for 175 yards, three touchdowns, and no picks. How is his QB rating not perfect? I have no idea. I, I don't understand how QB just, rating works. Maybe just average. Because he's not throwing, he hasn't yeah. thrown for a ton of yards? Yeah. That's... But that's, but like, like that, if that looks like a perfect line if I've ever seen one. Yeah, I agree. Here's Keenan's target numbers on the year. 13. Week one, eight, week two, 12, week three, six at halftime of week four. And then 2020, his target numbers, I'm going to just read them off here, were some of the more absurd things you will ever hear. Uh, with Herbert, uh, starting with week two. 10, absurd things in my life. Huh? I, uh, 10, 19, 11, two, which was on one drive because he that got was hurt. The Saints game. Yeah, and he. Got a touchdown on that drive too. Wait, are, are we going to go down and read all the numbers? Because this is like Mike Francesa style stuff. <laughs> this is awesome. No, keep going. 13, 12, 11, 7, 19, 10, 11, 11. Three. Good, good, but he good got guy. hurt in that game also. 
So in games he was fully healthy, uh, he had one game that he didn't get 10 plus targets. That is unreal. Where where did Mike Williams come from? I think, I mean, he's always been there as a deep ball option. I think he's just gotten more deep balls than he used. Like, than he's he just going to. deeper? Yeah, I, th- I think the, they just hit him more for a long touch. I don't think his success is going to be very sustained. Well, that's the thing is that, like, if you're a deep ball guy with Phillip Rivers, yeah. I just, deep, like, listen, I'm not going to pretend to be a quarterback whisperer. I'm not going to pretend to be, you know, a a uh, Ben McAdoo. Mm-hmm. It was, I, I don't know. I remember he was, like, always billed as a quarterback whisperer when he was with the Packers. Um, Being a deep ball guy with Phillip Rivers as your quarterback does not necessarily seem like a recipe mm-hmm. for success, in my opinion just because he sort of seems like one of those guys that, you know, he's like sl- slinging it like Joe Smith. So I don't really see that. Yeah, ball. exactly. He's throwing sync with all the time. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. And I, yeah, I think Williams was the deep ball guy last year also, but it just didn't hit him. He might've been hurt last year. I don't even know, but I just don't think he's going to really sustain his success. I mean, Keenan's still going to be the guy there all year. You can tell by his target numbers that he will continue to be the guy there. Well, Keenan's just so safe. He's he a, really is. Like, if I were a quarterback and I had Keenan on my team, yeah. I'd feel safe. Yeah, I agree. Like, he just he's just like... And, and same thing for you, those of you who play fantasy football. Uh, uh, which is, I mean, gotta be everyone these days. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's actually, like, that's actually something like we should actually talk about. We should talk about trends in sports. Yeah. Fantasy football's taken off. Uh, really? <laughs> it's just taken off. It's just taken off. Uh, yeah. It's really in the mainstream now. <laughs> yeah. It used to be, I actually thought when I first heard about it, I'm like, oh, okay, now nerds are taking yeah. off. Uh, and I'm uh, like, uh, I don't want to. But now everyone's playing. No, not, yeah, no, exactly. But anyway, yeah. I mean, he's the safest guy you could get. He's going to he's gonna get these 10 targets every game. That's mm-hmm. that's going to be a 15 points for your fantasy team every week. Yeah, and that's that, That's what I like to call a high ceiling player. Yeah, uh-huh. He's a classic high ceiling. Or, I mean, a high floor, I would say. That's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I like, like. It's the those possessions. See, that's I actually went heavy on the on the, the the possession receivers who are like not necessarily huge deep ball guys, yeah. but are more just like 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 I I could be making this up. Like again, I kind of like you're gonna discover here at Sports Talk that I come up with a lot of narratives in my head, and whether or not they're true is like just sort of secondhand or like or secondary. T. Higgins and Chris Godwin are the same kind of guys to me, which is why I draft for them in almost all my leagues. They're guys who are going to get like ten targets a week, six yeah. catches, eighty yards for a touchdown. Yeah, no, I, I see that. Yeah, and and I mean Keenan's the best of those guys. And right, exactly. Because Keenan gets fifteen targets yeah. for ten catches. Yeah, Keenan will always have this role in the Chargers offense. Herbert loves him, mm-hmm. and Herbert will give him ten targets every game. It's pretty much like we said. I mean, now it's what, probably 13 games that, or like 15 games that Keenan's played with Herbert and maybe two of them he hasn't gotten 10 targets in. Yeah. Which is absurd. So, and and yeah. he got hurt, as we recall, we were just talking Yeah, about. That was part of the problem. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, Keenan's just such a safe wide receiver. He's, oh, he's going to be good again this year. He's going to be getting his targets every game. And, yeah. I think the Chargers team is good this year. Yeah. A lot of going people to, seem to be saying that. Yeah, going to three and one, assuming they close out this one, in which you never know what the charges. Wait, are. who did they lose to? They lost to the Cowboys, and a close one. I'm pretty sure it was like last second field goal or something. I don't remember that game. Yeah. Oh well, they got. They, we know who they have. The Cowboys. Right. Uh, who struggled week one? 
Say that again. He struggles week one, Greg the leg. But uh, no, I know him as someone. I know him as Legatron. Yeah, robots don't usually mess up. Though. Yeah, no, he he struggled week one. Hmm. It must have been well. They must have been shorties. Yeah, no, they were, like, they were, they were. Yeah. They it was like thirty five and and an extra point. I think he's money from long range. Um, but yeah, no, they lost to the Cowboys and then they beat the Chiefs. Probably gonna beat the Raiders and I don't know who they beat week one. Washington. Maybe. Um, I think Mahomes is washed. Okay, so uh, so it was mostly good takes until then. Um, well, he's like twenty fantasy points the last two weeks. Each that's last true. Week. Actually, no, he had thirty this week. Oh yeah, he was good. He was really good this week. <laughs> last week he had like twenty. Twenty two. He wasn't that good last week. I almost lost. Herbert outplayed him last week. What what was last time? Like like is Justin Herbert ever? No, he did have like he had like two bad games last yeah. year. It was the two weeks that I had him after a trade. Yeah, it was the one against the Pats, which was like his worst game. Okay. Far. Oh yeah, and then he was like okay against the Bills. Yeah. Did they almost win that game? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they came pretty close to winning that game. Yeah. But you yeah, know he's just been consistently like good for this team, and I just. Again, going back to the fantasy thing, I don't think he's like he's a good fantasy quarterback. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's as good in fantasy as he is in real life. No, and like I, I again, I think he's on the brink of top five in actual quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Remember when Brady was like you were actually probably too young to even remember when Brady was like that. Brady used to be like actually no, you probably you mean you played you mm-hmm. probably don't. Do you even remember that? Kinda, yeah. That was like in like two thousand like. Just like twelve to fourteen, Brady was like the QB ten. Yeah, like every single year, he was like a fringe starting quarterback. Yeah. Obviously, the Patriots just kept on winning. Um, and then it wasn't really until twenty fifteen that his numbers really started proliferating mm-hmm. to a point where he was like QB five. Starting everywhere. Sorry, that was probably hard to understand. I said that probably. in a mouthful of water. Um, but no, yeah, I think the Chargers are going to be really good this year. I think. They're a playoff team. Obviously, they're probably not going to win the division with the Chiefs in there, but I mean, the Chiefs have already lost two games. You never know, but I doubt. I would put it at about like a 70% chance the Chiefs don't lose another game. Yeah. But their defense isn't very good. Okay. Yeah, you know what they say. The best defense is a good offense. Yes, but they kind of... I don't like the, Eagle, that. the Eagles kind of scared them this week, which scared me about them. Mm. Like who they lose to? Oh, they lost to the Ravens. They should have won that. They lost to the Ravens. They should have won that one. And they should have won the Chargers. I feel like also. I don't really remember it though. Or I mean, I don't know. I just don't really like see like them losing. Yeah, I I mean I agree. If I had to bet, if I had to bet on all their games, I would bet on them obviously. And we're big betting guys. But uh, yeah, I think. They'll win that division, but I think the Chargers are going to be a playoff team, and I think... I'm checking on their schedule. Yeah, oh, they, oh, they play the Bills? Oh, uh, okay. They play the Bills, yeah, this week. They really? Is that yeah, Sunday night? That's Sunday night. Okay. Yeah. That sure to be a good one. Last night, Sunday nighter was pretty good. The G-Men... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was good. Oh, yeah, not bad. Uh, the, G- the G-Men week eight. Okay. Uh, before I forget, uh, uh, I was going to say, by the way, they're going down when they play the G-Men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um... Danny Dimes looked good this year. 400 yards yesterday. 400 yards yesterday. He's leading the league in yards per carry. Carry. Come again? Yards per rush. 
Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, like, he had like he had like that. He had like a big. And he had like two fifty yard runs or something. But it, it was like minimum. I don't know. Minimum of some Five. sort of runs. Uh, but Pollard, it was like second. Tony Pollard and like Zeke's like fifth. I think so the Cowboys backfield has been tearing it up. Uh, it's a good thing. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it's a good thing. I just it says heads up. You can record for up to thirty minutes in your web browser. If you'd like to record for longer, you can use any app on your computer and then upload the file. So just, we'll just keep an eye on it. All right. Um, anyway. Uh, but, yeah, I know Pollard was like two. And, yeah, Daniel Jones is one. And he's been throwing the ball well. That was Max Scherzer. That was hmm? Max Scherzer was up there. Yeah, the game. Yeah. Um, maybe studying. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, I really didn't anticipate spending 15 minutes on the charge. No, talk here. uh, but and well, I mean, we'll keep checking back in with them because second half starting right now, right? Because I mean, it's a sports yeah. game, and yeah. I don't know what else we're gonna do. Um, but anyway, the point I was trying to make, what was I? Oh, uh, Daniel Jones, uh, yeah, he's been throwing the ball well, and I mean, right now. Giants probably have bigger issues than quarterback. Do I think Daniel Jones is the answer still? I mean, I'm not convinced, but as of now, they probably have bigger issues. So I don't know. It's still a long season to go. Um, but I mean, Jones. I think Daniel Jones has done all he could do in these first four weeks to keep his job in the future. And but again, there's twelve more games. So oh, right, one three. They're one and three, but it wasn't really his fault. So, I uh, the defense has been really bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, the defense has been really bad, and he's just he's played good football. And Saquon really hasn't gotten anything going until no. yesterday. Uh, yesterday was the first day, so it's like Daniel Jones was never gonna like carry the Giants to wins, but mm-hmm. it's Daniel Jones is playing well enough to win the Giants right. games right now. He's he's not gonna be the dude that's going to carry them to victory. No. It's good. He's gonna need the help of Saquon. And that's what he got yesterday, and they beat a good team on the road. Yeah. So if Jones is playing well enough, he's been playing well enough for them to win, and they probably should have won three of their first four. They should have beaten Washington on Thursday night. I mean, he played yeah. he played pretty well that game, I think. His only bad game was really Denver. I don't think he played very well. In that yeah, that game. game was boring. I didn't even watch it, but I could just but, tell. I could just like it was yeah. one of those games I didn't watch, but I could just tell it was boring. But Washington, they should have won, and uh, who they played last week, the Falcons, and I'm pretty sure he played pretty well in that. Uh, so he's been playing well enough. He's played well <laughs> enough to have them at three and one right now, and I think it's just been the other pieces why they're one and three instead. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say usually it goes wins and losses, and they're. One three, right? Yes, they are. Yeah. Not little losses. Okay, yeah. I just got a little confused for a second. I had an astute observation to make, an astute uh, comparison to make uh-huh. about Daniel Jones. Can I make that? Yeah. Daniel Jones is the guy in Fortnite who gets like four <laughs> kills and maybe finds like a, a gold this star. This is a video game talk. <laughs> no, but it's going well. Esports are on the rise. That's true. I don't want to even th- honestly. I don't even <laughs> want to think about it. <laughs> but esports are on the rise. Um. And then Saquon is the guy who you need to get 10 kills. Yeah, exactly. He needs to kill. Exactly. No, he needs to. And, and I, Kenny Galladay needs to get a couple. Like, Kenny Galladay is yep. a sniper. Yeah. Right? He needs to be the guy. Or at least one of the wide receivers. Shepard, one of them. One but of them a little to... more. I feel like like Kenny Galladay is a yeah. bomb it up to Kenny Galladay, yeah. and he's got to go get it. Yeah. Exactly. He's the guy, right? He's the long range. He's like, he's got the snipe, and he's going to get a big kill. 
when you need it. Yeah, they haven't used Canarius Tony at all this year, right? I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he's really played at all this year, which is weird. Uh, I mean, they use a first round pick on him. I don't really get. I, I didn't he really might have had an injury. I don't know. Um, but yeah, weird. Uh, I didn't get used on a first round pick on him when Justin Jefferson was available. No. Um, Long drive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but. I mean, I'm not going on the record here saying I'm a big Daniel Jones believer, but I'm just saying in these first four games, Daniel Jones has played very well, and I think he and I think he deserves respect because many people thought of Daniel Jones as probably like a bottom three quarterback heading into this year in the league. Yeah, probably. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't think he was that bad. I thought he was like bottom like twelve. No, I think a lot of people thought he was like. Bottom tier. Like, like, well, who else is in that tier? Like, uh, I don't even know. Uh, I mean, right now, Davis Mills for the Texans. Oh, well, that doesn't count. Yeah. Um. Yeah, at the start of the year, it's still Tyrod Taylor for the Texans. Okay, Tyrod. Uh. It's Teddy. Where, 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 where does no, Teddy? Teddy Teddy's higher than. I that, see. I kind of had Teddy and and Danny Jones. I together. I would probably have agree, agreed with that, but. I think the general opinion was that Daniel Jones was like bottom. Andy Dalton, yes, yeah, he's probably like yeah. bottom. Yeah, uh, and no one's probably worse. Uh, I mean, uh, Zach Wilson. Yeah, well, Zach will <laughs> Zach Wilson before the year. Yeah, maybe he was a little higher. But how did he right. play yesterday? They won. Right, um, I know. Yeah, but I, uh, I knew. I know he threw a couple picks in the first, or maybe a pick in the first half. How many interceptions does he have? I want to say ten. Oh my god. Yeah. It's like barely October. Uh-huh. I mean, that's on pace for like 40. 21 for 34, 297 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. So okay, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not, pretty good. Not terrible yesterday. He, uh, sorry, he has eight interceptions. Okay. Still on pace for like 35. Yeah. Um, how did Mac look yesterday? I mean, I, 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 I was watching the game in the first half, but I really wasn't paying. It was a really, I really was not thoroughly unentertained. I think he... Shockingly, because I thought Brady was just going to come out, like, you know, run roughshod all yeah. over him, and Brady did not do that. He managed the game very well, Mac. Uh, oh, it just, yeah. No, yeah, he played a very... Uh, Mac played a very good game. Yesterday. Did the Patriots look good, or did Brady suck? Brady was pretty bad. Okay. Patriots look good. Patriots impressed me. The Patriots looked better than I thought they were. Um, I don't know. Do I, I think the Patriots are good, not really. Yeah, I don't like like I don't want to formulate opinions on the Patriots because I'm afraid Steven's going to somehow hear and come at my throat. <laughs> but like, I don't think they're good. I don't think they're that good either. They, and Brady overthrew a ton of passes this year, especially in the first half. Mm-hmm. Brady yeah, really overthrew it. But Mac played well yesterday. Mac's played pretty well all year. He's like hasn't been. He hasn't done anything really special, but he's been solid like i don't know he just doesn't strike me as a special type of quarterback yeah i could see that like like i don't like what's his ceiling here yeah i just i I don't like this could just be a total like he he just does not have any sort of standout skill bias but like if you look around the quarterbacks what what like what is he good at like because you look around like the quarterbacks in the nfl right now who are like really good they all have a very special standout skill, as it like like as it goes in any sport, where like you, you need to have a carrying skill. I don't know what that is for Mac. Like, when is he going to actually like do something that takes him to the, like? Is he, is he like is his ceiling like Ryan Tannehill? 
probably something like ah uh, yeah because I would say it's probably his accuracy right it probably is trying to and hey you got to give Max some credit because he again he's played pretty well so far and he sure. does, he doesn't have an O line his O line's terrible and he doesn't really have many weapons he who does he have uh, Agler yeah so his weapons he just doesn't really oh, have but he, has, but he has Agler he does have Agler but like. He just doesn't have any weapons. He doesn't have an O-line. He's been playing pretty well. I think he does deserve some credit. Do I think he's any... Am I convinced he's something special? No. Yeah. Am I, Losing, I feel like losing James Flight White is really going to... Like, not really going to hurt him, yeah. but that's going to like... Like, I feel like James Flight White is exactly the kind of guy you want on, like, a team who yeah. has a rookie quarterback. It's funny because James Flight White has, like, tricked me into thinking that, like, every single pass catching back can be James White. But, like... He's just really, really good. Yeah. I don't know why. He's just really, really yeah. good. Like, like I think of it as, like, a fairly easy, like, third down back job. But, like, he just takes it to another level somehow. Yeah. I don't know. Like, he's just really good. That's my James White rant <laughs> of the day. Um, but, yeah, I don't think the Patriots are going to win more than, like, six games. I, yeah, I don't think they're going to be that much better than they were last year. How many games did they win last year? I'd say like five or something. No, I mean I think they got to like six. Remember when they like ran for below for below with the Seahawks? Yeah, and everyone thought they were gonna be good. Yeah. Um. I mean that game kind of reminded me of last night. Yeah, but that one was like a high scoring. Yeah. This yeah, this one was kind of a sloppy game mm-hmm. all around. Yeah, I really I like I was watch like I had the first half on, just was not interested. Yeah. Really, really did not care. Um, I think I was still. You know, at this point, I'm I'm gonna save the baseball talk for this for the second 30, yeah. 30 minutes, just because we're already at twenty four minutes. Um, but I was a little burnt out, I think, from the baseball too. That, like I was like, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't pay that really close attention. That's why I don't I'm not a hundred percent sure how, but I'm pretty sure Mac played pretty well. Yes. Did they boo Brady? They boo. They cheered him when he came out, like from, from, the, from tunnel, the tunnel. But then they booed him when he came on the field, like for his first drive. That's a little bizarre. It, it was a little weird. I guess it was like a game started thing now, so now we boo you. How, but how'd they get everyone like? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how everyone agreed on that. <laughs> like, yeah. Who, who was doing like? Was yeah. Eric Russell handing out pamphlets? <laughs> <laughs> like, like do they have it on the seat? I don't know. It just seems uh, yeah. weird to me. No, but, I was kind of wondering that. Yeah, how everyone kind of agreed to that. Is baseball the most respectful sport about stuff like that? Probably, yeah. Right, because like baseball, like when your beloved hometown hero comes back, they give like a huge. They not only do they give an ovation, but like if they do something good, usually you get a cheer. Yeah. Like if you hit a home run, usually you get they a cheer. Get, yeah. But like I don't think that's not the case in football. Yeah. I don't think it's the case. Maybe it's the case in basketball. I can't really think of like not a comparison really, I don't in basketball. Think. Yeah, they, yeah, it's hard. Like I'm trying to think. Like LeBron. Yeah, I was gonna say LeBron coming back to Cleveland after he won a ring. I I didn't really. I don't know what his reception was. But... I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh. So to if think. anyone knows. Let <laughs> yeah, know. let us know. Tweet, um, tweet at Sports Talk nineteen sixty nine. Um. You're the Mets one, baby. That's why. Why do you think it's nineteen sixty nine? That's the don't don't get get your head out of the gutter. Um. Yeah. No, I can't. Uh. Like I don't know. Like. Paul Pierce getting back to the Celtics. Mm. I imagine he probably got a nice I ovation. Um, like a nice rousing ovation. Same with like Garnett. I yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Uh, 
I can't. Yeah, but I can't really think of any. Yeah, other. I agree. For but for most of like the dudes in baseball, I feel. But like, <laughs> even like baseball dudes, like even like Daniel Murphy yeah. going back to the Mets. Like I don't remember if the Mets if. I mean, I'm sure he got to go to Ovation yeah, when he, he first came up. I, I'm like 98% sure he did. No, yeah, he did. Yeah, no, it was like. And then I don't remember what happened because I think he hit his first home run off Harvey. Yeah. And I don't remember if he got an ovation after he hit that mm. home run. But like I think of like when Piazza came back in 06, he definitely got an ovation on his first home run. And I think he still got an ovation on his second home mm. run. Then I think he almost hit a third home run or something. And at that point, they're like, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. I just feel like baseball I mean, is much more. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Schwarber got. And I don't think anyone watching would have been too mad if Kyle Schwarber hit him. No, yeah, no, no one would have, yeah. Because it would have brought them back to a much happier time. One reunion I can't wait for. Um, The day that Betts comes back. Oh, boy. That's one homecoming that I think it'll be like the same type of situation as Brady. But I don't think, are people going to boo him? I don't know, cause everyone's still wearing his jersey. Yeah, that's true. Like, any, like, like, ten percent of the crowd at Fenway Park on any given night is wearing a fifty yeah. jersey. I which think is hilarious to me. Um, uh, I don't know, um home run. One run from. Um, that's Renfro with a W. <laughs> We're recording this on Monday. Monday night, not Tuesday. <laughs> oh boy, Tuesday. We'll get into Tuesday in a second. Oh man. Oh, I'm jacked. <laughs> if you're listening to this after Tuesday, hopefully, oh. hopefully Renfro also scored on Tuesday. That's right, three times, three <laughs> home runs, baby. Oh man, best rivalry in sports. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, bets. Uh, yeah, I. <laughs> I think he'll probably get cheers. I don't know, man. I mean, there will be some fans. Is that it. is that next year? No, I think it's the year after. No, I thought the Mets were playing the AL West next year. Really? No, maybe I could be wrong. No, no, no. I think you. Yeah, I no. I think the Red Sox play yeah regularly next year. Uh, the, let's see. The Mets. No, wait, no. The Mets play the AL West next year. I think the Red Sox play the NL Central. That's bizarre. I kind of thought that would be like. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, you're. Uh, wait. I mean, that's the Braves. Oh, yeah, yeah, they played the Reds. That's weird. So, then they better... Uh, they. I mean, I guess they'll have a few now for Janet because they'll be there for a while. But, like, I want it while, while the wound is still fresh. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, if it happens in, like, 2026, yeah. someone's going to care. I Like, I, I want I, I want to go, and I want to give them an earful. I mean... You betrayed yeah. me. Um, okay, so we're going to... We're going to pause, and when we come back... We're going to talk about uh, baseball. Yeah. All right, we're back. Uh, now moving on to the segment of the show that I thought we were going to be doing in the first block. Yeah. I didn't even know we had to do blocks, and we'll probably end up doing... Actually, we'll probably end up doing... We might end up doing two blocks of baseball, yeah. honestly, because we'll probably end up doing Mets, too. Um, if, 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 if you have time. Do you have homework? Uh, a little bit. I can, I can do it. How much later? What? Should we actually should we, should we actually pause? Is this like a really personal conversation? <laughs> no. Okay. I don't want to actually. I don't want to ruin your. Yeah, I, I can. I can. Because you got a busy day tomorrow. We do, but no, I can figure it out. You have a match tomorrow, don't you? I do. Where's that? 
home. Islands in? Yeah. Not in our backyard, to be clear. No. I probably, I probably shouldn't. Whis- I, I was whispering just now, and I just realized that I can't really whisper because we don't have a microphone. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, David, if you couldn't hear, David has a home match tomorrow, mm-hmm. but not in our home at Islands End Golf Club. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow is maybe the biggest day of the year. I mean... It is might that, be. Is that an exaggeration? It might. No, it might be. Yeah. It might be the biggest day of your life. That's that's an exaggeration. You think? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, the Red Sox will visit and host the the Yankees in the wild card contest. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Evaldi and CC. <laughs> nope, Evaldi and Cole. Yeah, we got, guess what I said? It's CC. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Cole, Cole, Sabathia. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Garrett Cole is pitching for the Yankees. Yeah. Um, so, this is going to be a good game. This is going to be a good sports game. I'm going to be honest with you. Come 8 o'clock tomorrow, I'm going to sit down on my couch, and I'm, I'm going to watch this I'm one. ready to watch, yeah. I'm, I'm going to tune in. And that's my thing. I think everyone is. I think, I think I, a lot I of people. I, I think everyone's ready to watch the sports at 8 o'clock tomorrow. I think you're going to get, like, Katie Nolan tuning into the game. Yeah, that's a, such a weird choice, but I agree. Because <laughs> that's my thing. Like, tonight, obviously, we've got Monday Night Football. And everyone like, watches Monday Yeah, everyone watches Monday Night Football with tomorrow. No Tuesday Night Baseball. Yeah, no one's got anything to watch tomorrow. You you see Red Sox Yankees? Yeah. You're already you're already pulled in. So, some a casual person sees Red Sox Yankees, you're pulled in. You see Yankees, you're yeah. pulled in a little bit. You're feeling a little like, like uh, excited. And then you see that okay, this is you win or you go or home. Or you go home. It's win you're, or go home. You win or this season's over. It's do it's you know what's great? It's like game seven. It but is. you don't have to but play it's the game previous one. six. And it's, game one it's game one and game, game seven. seven. Game one sixty two all meshed into one. It's well, like game the Super 163, Bowl. Game one sixty three, but right, you already played one sixty. Oh well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, no, I do think yeah, this it's gonna be a like it's gonna be the most mainstream baseball has been in a while. I feel like yeah, we're saying that yes. This one game and yeah, I just feel like it's gonna get a lot of people from all different. Areas tuned in, and yeah, and no, well, because it, it's this isn't necessarily the most exciting Red Sox team of the last no. ten years. I mean, it's one of the more it's exciting of the yeah. last ten years, maybe not of the last whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um. There's no there, there, there's no colossal superstar on the Red Sox that makes you say, okay. I mean, like I, you know, you know, those guys don't. You don't just end no, up like I, a lot of teams don't end up with those guys, and yeah. like you know, sometimes like like a player like Mookie Betts isn't gonna end yeah. up on the Red Sox. We know that. Um, exactly. Like so, but yeah, no, Judge is a household name. Stan, yeah, Stan even, yeah. Barrett. I mean, yeah, he's not. Cole, he's not the yeah. Ensemble, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, um, no. no, it's it, it's there's a lot of, and especially the way the regular season ended. Yes, yeah. You know. It was kind of like in flux. High drop. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it it's going to it, put it this way. It, even if it doesn't, I I think I think it like like MLB and not I don't even care for MLB purpose for baseball's sake. Yes. Baseball yeah. lucked out. It's good for the sport. Right. Baseball yeah. lucked out in that it's a Tuesday night. It's Red exactly. Sox Yankees. It's eight o'clock. There's anything really competing with it. It's going to be. It's going and to be at the center gonna, of everyone's yeah. focus. It's it's actually kind of cool. Yeah. Um. No, it's gonna. Yeah. It's gonna be the most center of the sports world that baseball has been, yeah. I feel like, in a while. Uh, it's, it's, uh, 
Yeah, I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, I was going to say the one problem is that this isn't really a superstar laden postseason. Yes. Um, this is like like you think about like the best play. Who are, who are the best players in the National League? Juan Soto. Yeah. Fernando Tatis. Jacob Degrom. That's just... that's yeah. I mean the Dodge. I mean the Dodgers are the Dodgers have a lot. Yeah, is Do- it- but like, but like, you're not going to get Tatis versus Betts. Yeah, you're not going to get Degrom versus Soto. You're not going to get, you know, even Degrom versus like Freddie Freeman. Like, I don't know how these wild card games typically do, and obviously this is, uh, I would probably venture to guess going to be the most watched wild card game ever. Probably is this where is this going to rank on games this postseason? I would imagine close I, to number one. I was going to say, yeah. Is it? it would yeah. it be outrageous to say this might be the number one watch game this postseason? Probably because most because I the I, only reason it wouldn't be is just because it's like not on Fox, like because obviously the World Series games are on Fox, which is I mean everyone gets ESPN still, but like it's not national yeah. to you, like it's not like one of the national networks, right? I actually I wonder because well most of the LCS like I know what is it? Will the ALCS be on Fox or the NLCS? I think I actually don't know what it is this year. Um, whichever uh, the ALCS, right? Because if this is on ESPN, that means the other ones are on TNT. Or TS, right, 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 right. Yeah, TNT, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how those games do because I'm pretty sure most cable packages and TV packages come with FS1. The ones yeah. that come with FS1 comes with come with ESPN. Uh-huh. Come with ESPN. Come with FS1. I don't know how the ESPN do, games do in comparison to the FS1 games. My guess would be that the ESPN games do better, generally I th- speaking. I think the, I think the ESPN, I'm saying, yeah, once you get to the actual Fox games, like in the World Series, um, are the LCS games on Fox, or are they on FS1? Uh, no, I think most of them are on FS1. Okay, so the, so the World Series games. Yeah, once you get to the World Series, I imagine maybe those will be more watched, but it, I think it depends on the teams. Yeah, the average viewership, this is the lowest. Last year's was the lowest by three million dollars. La- average yeah. user for the World Series last year was nine point, not in like ten million, like a little less than ten million. Wow. The most was, I, it, it astonishes me that because I don't know the exact numbers on this, but there are a lot. And, and TV viewership numbers are weird. I don't totally understand them, but there are a lot more TVs now than there were in 1978, and 44 million people watched yeah, the World Series. Exactly. I find that absolutely. And I mean, that's obviously. Yeah. In line but. With- yeah, I think it depends on the teams, but I'd imagine that tomorrow, yeah, the only reason it wouldn't be is just because ESPN isn't, like, national. They, I, again, I think most people get it. Mm-hmm. ESPN, no, yeah, no, it's, I, not, it's not national. Like, literally not everyone gets it. But I do think it has probably a chance to be the most watched game this postseason. And it definitely is going to be the game, I would say, with, again, like we talked about, probably the most mainstream hype this postseason. I'm the first article that I saw was from 2014. The National League wildcard game between like the Giants and the Pirates drew 5.6 on ESPN, 5.6 million on ESPN. Okay. I I think it's you're looking at probably obviously higher than that yes, and probably yeah. closer to seven eight if I had yeah. to guess, and that would be close to the World Series. Yeah. I mean that 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 covers the 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 TV, <laughs> the TV breakdown portion. Um, like, like, that's the thing. In terms of the game itself, I mean, like, what are you going to break down? Like, every, everything yeah. that is going to be said no, is going to yeah. it, I mean, it's, 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 it's a one-game playoff. Yeah, it's... And this one... This one-game playoff is so fitting also, because 
he seems it's cliche, but they seem played fucking six months out yeah. here, and, and like the fan bases, we're going at each other all the year about mm-hmm. who's uh, fucking in front, who was in fourth place for it three days, yeah. and then they end up with the same exact yeah. record. And now they play one more game to decide who's going to be moving on. I actually saw a really poignant tweet from one of my favorite baseball writers in the world, uh, Jared Carabas, uh-huh. about that. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Jared Carabas is not one of my favorite <laughs> baseball writers in the world. But it basically, I saw it like yeah. on my feet today. Basically said the same thing. Um, but, yeah, no, it's just funny how everything worked out here. And yeah, how yesterday worked out where they both need to win. And it looked like, oh, could we have chaos? But no. They're, the Red Sox and just both won, and it wasn't easy for either of them, specifically the Red Sox. Nothing was easy for the Red Sox in that last week. Um, but they won, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they both they didn't, didn't they finish tied too? Uh, the Red Sox and the Yankees? Yeah. No, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, they, they finished literally with the same exact yeah, record. Yeah, sorry. I, if you said that, I don't know yeah. why. I, I, uh, I had that thought in my head. No, why. yeah, they finished literally with the same exact record. So it's literally one game. It's just ga- a tie. It's one game, yeah, to decide who has a better record this year. I, if you went back, if you told me, well, put it this way. If you told me in July of 2020 that the Red Sox would be playing a one-game playoff with the Yankees or a wildcard game with the Yankees, I wouldn't have believed you. No, but like yeah. today, if you told me that Nathan Avaldi would be starting oh that game, God. I would have assumed that either like they were in a you know a battle to the end, or a lot went wrong and like everyone got hurt. Yeah, I would have never thought that Nathan Avaldi was the number one option. But let me tell you something about Nathan Avaldi for our viewers and for those of you who don't know. I have been Nate Avaldi's biggest supporter all year. Yeah, I've believed in native aldi did i ever think he was gonna be this good because he's been really good this year no not really but i've always thought that nate last year i didn't full disclosure i didn't watch the red sox much last year but i don't think anyone did when i did native aldi was good and like did i think you can carry much into this year no at the same time i was like it seems like nate's turned a corner and he really did this year. And he yeah. just, he's went from a dude who throws the ball 100 and doesn't really have much command. It doesn't really know where it's going to a dude who has almost at times when he's going at his best, he has pinpoint command. Yeah. He, he doesn't walk batters. Nope. Uh, and he, especially in the beginning of the year, he didn't give up any home runs. Uh, Towards the end of the year, he started, which is going to happen. You're going to start giving up home runs as a pitcher. Um, yeah, beginning of the year, he didn't give up any. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, all year. And that's that's the thing with Evaldi is this team would not be close to where – this team would not be close to playing in that game tomorrow if it wasn't for Nate Evaldi. No. And, that, and obviously, that's fairly obvious. But at the same time, people aren't going to give Nate enough credit for what he's done this year, because there's no shot. If Nate Evaldi was 2019 Nate Evaldi, 2018 Nate Evaldi, they weren't going to be in the spot tomorrow. They, it would He, he would have just been another number three, number four pitcher they would have had, and they would just their whole rotation would have been filled with that, and they wouldn't have that one guy that's going to consistently give you a good start, which was what Nate Evaldi was day in and day out this year. 
And well, he wasn't pitching every day. Just well, yes, I don't want yeah. to spread misinformation. Start in, start out. Native Hawaii, there was rare ones where he just put up a complete stinker. It was <laughs> in Toronto, uh, where he gave up like seven in the fifth. And then a couple weeks ago, doesn't bode well. Yeah, yeah, we saw a him couple a couple weeks ago. I at, confirm he wasn't very good. No, next, so. at Fenway failed the eye test uh, against the Yankees, and which is going to be the same thing tomorrow. But pretty much besides that, I really can't think of one where Nate just didn't have anything. Um. Um. And yeah, I mean. It, I can't say enough about what Evaldi has done, and obviously sales been good over the last few months. Nate's huh. probably still Nate's probably still been better, and oh, Nate's been better than sales. Yeah, sales yeah, and Nate, and uh, my point is that like Nate still needed uh, Nate very easily could have kind of been like, all right, sales back, and like. What a, but Nate continued to be the ace of this team, even when Sale came back. And obviously, it's hard to say that Nate Evaldi's the ace of the team when Chris Sale's on the pitching staff. But at the same time, he was because Sale was good. Mm-hmm. Sale wasn't great. Sale was nowhere near Chris Sale. And I'm not blaming, couldn't have I'm not blaming Chris Sale for that. Yeah, I'm not blaming Chris Sale for that. And yeah, he was really good. He was about Chris Sale was about as good as I thought he was. Exactly. He was really good. And uh, I can't blame him for not being vintage for sale and he hadn't pitched in two years and if he if they make a run in this postseason will do i think he'll show some moments i hope so if they make a run in this postseason chris sales are going to have well yes yeah. yeah yeah no yeah and i, I think he's capable of pitching well in this postseason i think even yesterday it wasn't a good start but he had this stuff there he just didn't yeah, have command and yeah um, but back to my, I just needed to give Nate Evaldi the credit he deserves. And I think when it's all said and done and it's time that Boston is, his con- uh, contributions are going to go on, uh, underappreciated. Yeah. Um, obviously 2018, game three, just in general, that whole postseason, even the second half of the season, he was good. 2020, he was good, but who cares? Who cares? Yeah. But this year... This year, he really needs to be remembered for because they would have been nowhere close to playing in that game in this game tomorrow. Well, I mean, how him. how many pitchers can you say if the Red Sox end up making a deep run of this postseason and you know somehow end up winning? Oh, what's more? <laughs> so was that Gruden? Yeah, sorry, John uh, Gruden, Gruden and Chucky were dancing on the screen. I couldn't not be distracted. At some that. point in the last ten years, these. Uh, football broadcasts have made the pivot to strange animations. Yes. Well, I mean, specifically ESPN. Mostly ESPN, but I yeah. feel like Fox has dabbled in a little they, bit. Too. They do the weird touchdown thing where they do like the cartoon, like, pictures yeah, of I the hate dudes. It. Yeah. We can revert back. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to be like, like you know, a aficionado in football production, brought TV production. We don't have to do that. Yeah. That's not something we have to do. Um, that's where I really lost it. <laughs> Uh, were you talking about Sale or Evaldi? I think Evaldi. Um, oh, yeah. If he ends up being a main contributor on two deep, like, like say they win the World Series, how many pitchers can say that, that, that they have, like, been yeah. huge contributors on two World exactly. Series teams? And I'm not saying, like, 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 that it's going to happen. All I'm saying yeah. is that, like, 
you wouldn't expect Nate Valdi to be no, that guy. In that category, and, yet, but and yet, if it happens, Nate Valdi's going to be that guy. Yes, he is. And yeah, no, yeah. If the Red Sox make a run this year, Nate Valdi and Chris Hale are going to have to pitch lights out. Like, yeah. No. It's um, and obviously, it's going to have to start with tomorrow with Nate. But all I'm saying is, ideally, would we have Chris Hale on the mound? I don't even know tomorrow. Like, it, there will be more. That's what I was going to say. There will be a lot more juice tomorrow for me. Not that there's not juice for me. Yeah. If, if if I were impartial and I didn't like if I if I if I was going to watch yes. just for the sake of watching, say I was like Amer- actually the Mariners fans probably didn't Mariners fans have snake have, have skin in the game. Not really. Um, they, yeah, not yeah really. I don't think. If I were if I were were are they the Guardians now? Yes, Guardians. Uh, if I were a Guardians fan tomorrow, um, I'm I'm tuning in and. I would care, like, I would be a lot more gassed yes, up about I, it. I if, agree. If it was Chris Sale versus. From a Red Sox fan's perspective, would I even say I'd rather have Sale on the mound? Probably still. I don't know. Yeah. Again, because Nate's probably even better, even when Sale came back. Yeah. And. So. I no, feel right from no from a Red Sox fan perspective, I totally understand wanting wanting yeah. Baldy. I'm just saying for no, for yeah, no, I agree. I think, and I think yeah, it would have even more juice than it already has if it was cold or sale tomorrow. Um, um, but yeah, I think Native Aldi's. I have enough confidence in Native Aldi, and I hopefully it's as well. Let's see. Um, I'm looking forward to. Nate Evaldi. um, like like I I I have a, a visual in my head of Nate Evaldi. Like, you know what's funny about Nate Evaldi, and this is what I'm trying to say here. His stuff, it's not that like good. No, like it's like <laughs> it's not very visually appealing, and yet like the idea of him throwing like a dumb 92 mile an hour cutter on the outside corner to get Aaron Judge swinging, yeah. to me is very appealing. Yeah, it's just very appealing. Um. In terms of tomorrow's lineups, who's playing second for the Yankees or whoever, wherever the fuck you? Uh, who's playing third? I think for the Yankees? third's probably gonna be outdoor against righty. Mm. I assume. Okay, what if he runs pitching? I don't think Velasquez. I thought he was Walker. What? I thought he was Walker. Was he? Is he? I thought he was switching. Uh, maybe he's switching. Um, pretty, he, pretty sure he's switching. I could be wrong. Uh, then you move Labor second. I think Labor's already at second. Playing. Oh, Rochelle. Rochelle, yeah. Yes. Um, um, yeah, sorry. I forgot about that. Um, I mean, that, that's like a blow, but like, DJ not, has not really. DJ hasn't been good. Yeah, he was. Uh, is, I don't know if Odor going in for DJ really is that much of a downgrade. I mean, it's definitely an aesthetic difference. Yes. About as big an aesthetic difference. they're going to have leading off tomorrow. I assume probably Glaber leading off tomorrow. Mm. Uh, I doubt it's like going to be outdoor or something. I, I doubt it. They must, honestly, my partner leading off tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, like... I wouldn't be shocked. I do think Rizzo would be the first to lead off I, I agree. Um, They really miss Hicks. They do. Hicks to the sticks. Gardner's had to play every day. Which it's like, if you're going to bring Gardner back on... you Like, I'm sorry. You could have brought Gardner back on, like, a minor... He probably wouldn't have actually taken him. He was not good enough for no. Nora bringing him back as your fourth outfielder. Good? I, I don't know. No. They, I think they claimed he was going to be good. I don't know. 
now we're going to we're both going to verify. I just operated under the assumption that Brett Gardner has been like 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 a bad fifth outfielder yeah. all season. Let's see. Is it? Oh no, wait, never mind. He is six eighty eight OPS. Like fine, yeah. whatever. Like it's like an okay fourth outfield. It's basically like Kevin Pillar on like the left side. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, pretty much basically like Kevin Pillar. Um, which like sure, fine, whatever. But like he's playing every day. He's playing every. He's play, and he's played every day for like a while. Mm-hmm. And even after they make a trade for like Joey Gallo. He's still playing every day. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand how that happens. Um, can Gallo not play center field? I don't know. I thought he could. I kind of thought he could, too. Like, I I, I kind of thought he was, like... Can Judge play center field? Yeah, I think you can throw a Judge out yeah. there. I mean, I, I guess it... But, like, yeah, like, where's Luke Voigt? Luke Voigt doesn't play anymore. Well, I, I don't understand. They, did, they just sit him every year. I don't under... And I haven't watched Gardner enough. I don't understand... Maybe Gardner's going and getting in the center field. I don't know. I kind of doubt it, but maybe he is. I don't understand how you're losing, how it's worth losing what you're losing with Voight's bat in playing Gardner every day in center as opposed to playing Judge or Gallo every day in center and DH and Boyd. Yeah. That makes no sense. Yeah. I don't get it either. Um, But I don't know. Someone's someone's telling me. Um, Yeah. I mean, I. I don't think like like DJ just hasn't been that good. Yeah, no, he's completely. DJ was benefiting from the juice balls, and this was predictable that he was going to regress to this. And like, he could have saw it coming. Well, I think it's a combination of yeah, he probably got a few more home runs from the juice balls, and yeah. also he's probably like regressing, just yes. like, like yeah, and his skill, also, his skill, yeah. his skill level is regressing too. And yeah, he just. You you could have predicted this, and yeah, I never thought DJ might. He was like a top five hitter in baseball, like they were making him out to be. And yeah, he just and he wasn't that. He wasn't good this year. He was extremely average. It's a shame that his decline or that Jeff McNeil's not decline. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's a decline. Because but I because I always wanted to win the who's better, Jeff McNeil or DJ LeMahieu argument, and now I don't really have that, that much. Yes, although I think I had. Eh. It was close, honestly, between Jeff and DJ entering the year, and it's probably close now. Now, do the Yankees... Why don't the Yankees DH carry tomorrow? Is Higgy... Oh, is Higgy... Nagashioka's going to start. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe they will. But yeah, again, why not just move Sand to the outfield, sit Gardner, and get... Because yeah, is Stan really that bad in the outfield? No, he's not. And yeah. They, I mean, I don't know if this is proven with that, but I see all their tweets, all the Yankee fan tweets, that they're convinced that Stan hits better when he's playing the outfield. That, but, that, that one doesn't really make sense. <laughs> no, I don't get it, but they say that he gets in some sort of a Maybe group. just because he's, like, looser? Yeah. It, I mean, it's a complete opposite with Jason Martinez. He yeah. hits. Uh, it's so much worse when he's playing. Right, because field. generally speaking, if you're rested and not running around all the time, you're going to... Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think Didi Mark, but Stan's been playing the H for like two years also. Um, I think it's worth acknowledging that we shouldn't take the uh, word of any Yankee fan at face yes, value. Yeah. That anything they say is Im- almost immediately I discarded. Mean, so yeah. honestly, I'm inclined to believe the exact opposite. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Yankee fans are saying. Yeah. Giancarlo Stan. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think he's that bad in the field. And yeah, I don't get how you're not trying to get Gary or Boyd's bad in there tomorrow. Yeah. And. I yeah yeah I would I I don't know because yeah I think Garrett needs his personal catcher for tomorrow so Valdi kind of also does they kind of both have personal catchers good for K play 
Yeah. Pulawaki isn't Higashioka. Pulawaki is like just like just as Pulawaki's just as good as Vasquez. That's the difference. Yeah. Like Higashioka is significantly worse than Gary. And yeah, the Pulawaki's gonna start for the Red Sox tomorrow for those of you listening to this who don't know. Um Pulawaki's a singles machine. That's something to look out for. Uh, although he launched one against the Yankees. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. What was that, last weekend? Um, five to, five twenty. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it had to be off the light tower. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, Pulawaki, Pulawaki's been really good these past two years. Uh, like, for a backup catcher. He's been really good for a backup catcher. Sure. These past two years. And he's been this year he's been just as good, if not better, than Vasquez. What's his OPS? Uh, I want to say like seven eighty with like a like a three twenty average and like a three hundred this year I think it was like three twenty last year yeah um sorry well, this thought came to me while you were talking you can finish no no eh, no no this is going to be a dumb thought so if you have something if you have I, something actually intelligent say, I don't please, I don't think I, I was gonna say something about Kevin Blackie but I don't really remember what I was gonna say so. I mean I'm all I'm always if you have something else yeah. to say about Kevin Blackie please um but. Do you think tomorrow, watching the game, presumably at home with, I don't know if he's married, I don't see how anyone can put up with him, actually, for any extended period of time. Do you think Eck will be as exclamatory <laughs> watching the game as he is, like... He, I think he might be uh, He might be more honest. Well, he's a little he'll probably more colorful yeah, in terms of the language. Exactly. But, like, like, do you think he's just sitting there on his couch... Like he's probably oh, yeah, a pair of that shoes. Uh, that's a pair of shoes. Yeah, right, honey. <laughs> okay. Uh, I hope so. I I like like. I think Remy's able to watch. I hope so. Yeah. How is he doing? I don't know. I haven't really seen many updates on him. Sal always wears his like Jerry Remy fight club shirt though. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do, 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 yeah, they do, do they do like dumb Ness and dumb Ness and pregame with like the the announcers like well, that would be in deck? That's actually a good question. I, I guess know. we I guess we wouldn't know. Yeah, we would not know. No. Um, but they should have still have it on MLB TV that you're able to watch the pregame show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> great addition. Really great. Addition. Yeah. Thank you. Thank we, you. We really appreciated that for that Red Sox post game show with Jim Rice there. Yeah, thank you, and, and Tom. Yeah. Oh, man. What's, what's, what's Red Sox baseball without Tom? And Tom, and Tom and Jim. I mean, you can't get much better than no. that. Yeah. And sometimes that other guy, the the, the, the dude, and I don't know, he was, he was doing it like this past week. I think, I know who you're talking about. I have no idea who he is. Yeah, right, who, and sometimes Wake. Yeah, that's true. Wake, who was always at Fenway. He's always, we know he'll be there. Can <laughs> you imagine if he trots out of that bullpen tomorrow for the first pitch? And he throws a knuckler in there for strike one. That, I mean, Chills. That, that would be, yeah, that would be chills. Raiders are maybe going to tie this game, by the way. Yeah, I um, think Darren Waller mossed a dude about yeah. 10 minutes ago, so that's awesome. Um, But, yeah. Oh, that's what we were talking about earlier, first pitch candidates. There are so many great first there pitch really candidates are. for tomorrow. I, I assume they'll probably just go with Ortiz or something. I assume Ortiz is going to be there. Yeah. Does he? No, Fox doesn't do the NL wild card game, so he doesn't have to be. No. Yeah. No, he just has um, to be. I, I, they, no, they don't. They, I don't. They don't do remote broadcast for the LDS anyway. So yeah, I guess he has to be in LA. Yeah. For. Uh, but no, yeah, uh, I assume he'll be because he was he was tweeting about the game yesterday, like nonstop. Yeah. So I assume he'll be there. I was replying to him. Um, yeah, I saw that. Um, in terms of some like great obscure candidates, 
I mean, Buckles has to be up there. <laughs> Buckles. 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 Um, uh, Manny Del Carmen. Yep. I'm trying to think. What what, what was last time? Brock Holt. uh, Brock Holt. Well, if we're thinking about last time. Honestly, Brock Holt might, like, be an actual candidate. Yeah, no, I could totally see him just flying up. No, I can see him going tomorrow. Yeah, no, yeah. I I wouldn't be shocked if he's there tomorrow. Um, Last time. (laughs) Last time the Red Sox and Yankees played in an elimination game, who started? Uh, Well. Eric Lowe. Yeah. I think he's a candidate. Yeah, maybe to start the game also. You never know. Uh, honestly, sinker yeah. baller. Yeah, you never know. Keep the ball on the ground. Yeah, against those catch, catch him off guard. Well, open with low, and then, yeah. Because the Yankees, they love they love to hit the ball on the yeah, ground. Yeah, exactly. So, we, you know what we're going to do? Give him a guy sinker who ball. puts the ball on the ground. Yeah. Um, we only have 20 yeah. seconds. I'm just going to I'm, I'm just going to throw out other candidates. Um. Johnny Damon, yep, Mark right. Bellhorn. Damon's kind of got both sides. Though. Yeah, and Damon's kind of. Yeah, like, da- and Damon. Kinda, and Damon uh, yeah, yeah, no one really know. knows what's going on. Yeah, he's yeah. Um, Mark Bellhorn, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, the shortstop Edgar Renteria, okay, yeah. um, Nomar Garcia Parra, Mike Avilas, Mike Mike Avilas, good yeah. one. Pedro Siriaco, yeah. um, Lamarck, yeah. Salty, yeah, yeah. Uh, Johnny Gomes, yeah. The whole 2013 team. Yeah. All right, we're back. What was that? That wasn't Mike. Yeah, no. That was a younger Mike. All right, we're back. Uh, I'm very tired. Yeah. Um, I think I think we really, I think I underestimated the endurance required to do one of these Mm. because like we we haven't done one of these in two years at this point. It's been a while. I mean, I feel like we've done a solid job. No, we've done a great yeah. job. Like, like yeah. I think, I think might be the best podcast ever. But yeah, but I'm I'm talking sports. That's for damn sure. We like listen. We have not deviated from the no. from the script at all. And the Chargers get the ball back, by the way. And um, we're talking about more sports right now. Uh, then the Raiders just have it at like the thirty yard line. What happened to Herbert? Yeah, Her- Herbert's been terrible in the oh second half. We jinxed him. Yeah. Look at Cook. Good for Cook. Cook's yeah, Cook's having a big night. Awesome. Um, Let's see, I'm doing my fantasy football matchup. Yeah, that's right, because everyone's playing it. Um, I'm definitely does Mike. Oh my God, Mike Williams has like one catch. Jesus Christ! I'm definitely furious right now. Oh, it's gonna be close. I'm up four right now. What? I can't believe you're actually gonna pull it off. Um, but yeah, so I I, I underestimated our podcast endurance, yeah. or I overestimated our podcast endurance because then I'm gonna end up being an hour and a half, and I think I had a good solid forty five minutes in me. Um, but but we're gonna spend the last uh, twenty eight minutes or so. I mean, I figure might as well just talk about the Mets, just yeah. do a Mets season recap. Um, today they fired Louis Rojas, which is probably something they should have just done last off season. Louis Rojas was never the guy for this job. They decided that in November of 2019. Then they gave Louis Rojas the job. Right. And and, and out of an emergency, like at some point they're like, okay, Louis Rojas isn't the man. Maybe it was Beltran just won the job, but I don't really think Louis Rojas was the runner up. Was he? Maybe I'm misremembering that. Um, And then they kept him around for some reason last year or whatever. Um, but yeah, he's gone. I don't know. He like he was he was like just as bad as you know like Terry Collins was. Yeah. Like a, Terry Collins just like he was, he was dumb. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. He just made he, he, he was good. It seemed like he was pretty good with the players. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seemed like players liked him, but yeah, he was just kind of dumb. Yeah, no, I mean, whatever. Like, he made dumb decisions sometimes. Like, you're going to get a lot of managers. Let's, I just I don't really care that much because yeah. a lot of managers are going to do that. Like, I was going to say this earlier today. Like, every manager is going to do things that make you, like, roll your eyes. Exactly. Most of the time. Um, like, the big. this is not going to be the biggest change for the Mets this offseason, nor should it be. The biggest change, like, like the Mets should realistically, like, in wake of everything that has happened to the Mets over the last year, Sandy Alderson should not be running this team anymore, yeah. considering that he, like... I mean, we can go to lunch to a whole conversation about, you know, the Mets. Mm-hmm. But, like, based on this past season, nothing and what's come out about, you know, Sandy Alderson yeah. basically ignoring, I mean, the whole, the 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 David Newman situation, which was the one that came out in, like, April uh-huh. about the sexual harassment thing, that was I, I don't know how involved sandy was in the business side but then he also hired jared porter and yes. did not do proper betting yeah. there and he was the one who hired mickey Callaway and didn't yeah. do proper betting there probably talked to no women in hiring either of them I like think, i think he said that. right exactly yeah. he said that specifically about porter i don't know about Callaway, but yeah the Callaway situation was proclaimed as the worst kept secret in baseball yeah for when when that happened or when that 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 leaked so the long and short of it is they need to, and then, like, even as an aside from that, he has not proven capable of running a modern, the kind of modern baseball operations department that they want to run. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know what he's still no, doing. Yeah, exactly. Not only, uh, you know, obviously, every he fucked up all the other situations, and he majorly fucked up, and he's just been terrible in every way. There, he's hired now been like two dudes with sexual harassment mm-hmm. another dude what, got arrested for drunk driving yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, uh, and like, and then yeah no he just and he also hasn't been very good at building a baseball team no and he's been better yeah. too. Like, <laughs> like there's there's no reason really well, yeah for him obviously to do that. the more important aspect is yeah his personal shit and how he's sanded and manage that terribly but yeah he also can't manage a baseball team very well either or build a baseball team very well and i mean I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know what the deal is with Cohen. Cause, yeah. I mean, Co- Cohen, Cohen was definitely involved in the conversations to hire Porter. Yeah. I mean, there's, you, you can't outster Cohen, but Cohen is supposed to be the one who's who has given the quotes about mm-hmm. changing, you know, the, the culture that should start with firing Sandy Alderson. Yeah. And then you should probably, you know, whatever, like do what you like. They, they're still they're 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 not. They don't care about that kind of stuff. So, they, yeah. I, like, I mean, like, and that's going to be. That kind of stuff in general, yeah. Yeah. Obviously that, and then the whole minor leaguer situation. Right. Yeah. And he, he's he, no, he's been like like across the board yeah. failing great. Yeah. Across the board failing great. Yeah. No, because Cohen was the one who said what in July that he was gonna look into the minor league situation. They haven't done anything. They he could on the minor league side he could turn the Mets into a destination organization yeah. in that regard. By just basically saying, here, player yes, development staff, exactly. take Here's all of the money, money you yeah. need. He has the money to do that. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he has plenty of money to do that. I mean, every owner does. Right. But no, 100%. Especially, It's good for your team if yeah. you do that. Exactly. No, yeah. No, yeah. It'll be a more attractive location for people to come to. But uh, they're, they're, that's something they're clearly not interested in because yeah. they ended up, you know, doing whatever they did with their first round pick this year. 
with Kumar. Oh, well, yeah. It's just he he has proven thus far to be as short sighted and as 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 petty as his predecessor, mm-hmm. like in, in in almost every way. It's just that he's a little bit funnier on Twitter. Yes, and he just has a personality. Right. Yeah. He's 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 yeah. He's like affable. Sort of. Yeah. Like he knows how to schmooze people. Exactly. When it comes to the actual. Like what that means for the te- the baseball team, the roster moving forward. Um, I don't know. Um, like they should. I here's the here's here's the thing. They're going to end up losing their first one of their first round picks this year. Yeah, right. That's going to it's going to end up happening. So you're going. To, what's going to end up happening here? You think about what happened over the last two years. Instead of getting Kumar Rocker, who might have been the number one talent mm-hmm. in the draft, they're going to end up getting probably like, and no offense to Sal Frelick, like a Sal Frelick yeah. type bat, like a, a, a lower sort of cost college bat because high school pitchers and pitchers who like or, or players who are going to get big bonuses aren't going to want to sign with them. Yeah. Or aren't going, going to want to get drafted by them. Um, and so they're going to end up basically trading Kumar Rocker for like a guy like that. When they could have just forfeited uh, their first round pick, or whatever, no, they wouldn't have even had to forfeit their no. first round pick signing George Springer. Uh, maybe signing George Springer. Uh, he was probably he was yes. probably cute. Yeah, I um, think so. so yeah, was, I'm pretty right. sure he was. Yeah, whatever. Um, but fine. So you would have forfeited your first round pick yeah. this year anyway, and you would have had George Springer playing center field yeah. or JT Realmuto playing catcher instead of James. Exactly. It like every step along the way they fucked it up. Um, and we were I, we were talking about it the other day. Obviously, yeah, George Springer would have been the easy option in center field, uh, and yeah, would have been insane. And or Real Muto, and if it's not Real Muto, they even made the wrong decision with signing VR yeah. instead of Kike Hernandez. You could have signed both if you yeah. wanted to. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, and Kike Hernandez, a dude who can play center field, mm-hmm. uh, a dude who's played a good center field for the Red Sox all year. Obviously, no one. Expected Kike to have the bat he did for the Red Sox, especially for that stretch in like July and August. Yeah, uh, that came out of nowhere. But like, still, he could play center field. Yeah. Why they signed VR a dude who can play center field? They ended up playing Kevin Pillar. What? Yeah. The portion of the season where everyone was hurt. Kevin Pillar was playing not only playing every day but batting cleanup every yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. Like you could have signed like Kike. It's a five million dollars. No, yeah, they, they, the Red Sox signed him for five million. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand where that like like what happened there. Yeah, like like that they could have easily signed Kike for center. Yes, moved him out to left, and if they really still want to play VR at third, go ahead. Yeah, who fucking cares? But no, like I mean, like like and, and yeah, even if you don't want to play Kike every day, at least at the start, and if you end up hitting the same he did with the Red Sox, he would have ended up playing every day. Mm-hmm. But uh, at least it's another center field option. It's yeah. like it gives you options in center field instead of relying pretty much just on Nemo and Pilar. No, I mean um, that, again, credit where like I was, I was anti Heim for most yeah. of, of of last year or twenty twenty and fairly right. Uh, there didn't really think any direction. The Kike signing was very good because I don't think anybody was looking at Kike Hernandez as a viable starting center field option. No. And he proved to be a viable starting he was, center. He field. played a good center field, yeah. and obviously with the bat, he was very good. This like year. I mean, he whether or not you want to argue that he shouldn't, but and lead off, he stayed as the Red Sox leadoff hitter pretty much all year. Yeah. And 
he was a fine leadoff hitter. Yeah. He was pretty solid. Uh, and he was just a good hitter in general. And then, yeah, Bloom made a good amount of good additions. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, I, again, I was in, I was kind of in the middle with Red Sox fans, not to get on a Red Sox fan, but I was uh, kind of in the middle. Some Red Sox fans hated on Bloom and criticized every move he did. And some Red Sox fans said, oh, well, he always has a plan. Trust him. Never doubt him. Like, no. Okay. His first move was trading. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah. When you, when your first move is trading Mookie Betts, I'm going to doubt everything you do after that. However, I know it wasn't really Heimlich's fault that uh, they had to trade Mookie Betts. Yeah. It wasn't only him. And so I. Thank you, Mr. Henry. (laughs) I give him the benefit of the doubt. And he did a very good job this past offseason looking back at it. Yeah. He got sure he got lucky a little bit. I mean, I he couldn't have expected Hunter Renfro no. and Kike Hernandez to do this no. to become the fourth. Kike closer, Hunter Renfro definitely. Yes, no, yeah. What Hunter Renfro became the fifth best hitter on this team. Yeah, heading into the team with JD Martinez, yeah, and Bogarts, and uh, I mean, for most of it, when they didn't have Schwarber, four, yeah. probably fourth best hitter on the team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, now with Schwarber fifth best hitter, yeah, and Kike probably like the sixth best. Hitter. We started talking about this a little bit yesterday. You can get on Heim all you want. Um, like you can get on Heim for like a lot of like, I'm I, I imagine if we continue to do this, I'm going to end up getting on Heim this offseason for not going out and signing yeah. like Mark exactly. or signing Carlos Correa because there it's clear that their strategy is going to be they're not going to I mean it was clear the moment they traded Mookie Betts yeah it's going to be like like basically raise plus in that yeah. there's going to be turnover they're going to have some cornerstones they're going to use that sort of yeah. whatever that that backing from their ownership exactly. to like actually. Invest some money or put some, pay some players, yeah, but pay the Raphael Levers of the world. You give him an extension this offseason. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, but the focus is going right, but that's the thing. The Raphael Devers extension is going to be their big money move, exactly. and then they're going and to do that, yeah, and then they're just gonna do the same kind of moves they did this past offseason. And you're gonna build a bunch of ninety two wins. And you kinda yeah, and you kinda knew that also when he didn't make many moves at the deadline. Yeah. This offseason. This isn't gonna be a one year process, which it's annoying at the time because mm-hmm. the team was good at the deadline. And I mean, it's still good now, obviously. Yeah. And they're in the playoffs and they're playing tomorrow. Um, and who knows? But uh, it was kind of clear when he didn't trade many prospects, when he traded like a mid-level prospect for Schwarber. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. They traded one more for like Robles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then traded Chavis for Austin Davis. Um, Austin Davis, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you kind of knew. Yeah, it, and you kind of knew that before, but it was very clear there that this isn't going to be a one-year thing for Bloom, and it's just going to kind of be... I don't know if they're ever really... At least this offseason, if they're going to make like the big splash, who knows? And again, yeah, the big splash might be just signing Raphael Devers to yeah. the and then Because that's where their money's going to go like like for the next few. Exactly. It's not going to be... It, it's... I, I don't know. I would like to think, because like, sort of like what I picked on what the Dodgers did, they do a version of this, but they're very opportunistic when superstars yes. hit the mark. Yeah. They're very opportunistic. When Mookie Betts is available, they were in on him. Yeah. When, when Manny Machado is available, a little different. When Manny Machado is available, they traded on them one year, they, they were in on him. When, I don't know, like, I'm trying to think. They, 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 like, Trey Turner and Max Scherzer. Yeah, the Trey, yeah. Yeah, like, like you know, you, you, you do that. Yeah. Um, I don't know... Maybe eventually, once they feel as though they've built up a great system, player development system, whatever, they 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 can trade whatever. But like, I don't know if they'll ever actually 
be the ones to take on Mookie right. Betts and say, mm-hmm. okay, here's your 13-year yeah. contract. I don't know if they'll – I don't know. I don't know if they'll ever do that. Um, maybe I'm contradicting myself because that's sort of what they're going to end up doing with Raphael Devers, I assume. Yeah, but I yeah I would hope they're going. I think it's going it's going to be this off season that they give Devers an extension, but we'll see. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, that was just kind of yeah. Again, I'm not biggest Heim Bloom guy. I'm also not the biggest anti Heim Bloom guy, but yeah, got to give him credit for what he did with his team. And yeah, again with guys like Kike and a guy the Mets very easily upset. Yeah, and should have. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, the Mets offseason is going to be. I mean, it, it's it's going to be an absolute probably shit show realistically. Yes. Um. Because there's a lot that need like a lot that needs to get yeah. done, like a lot and a lot that needs to be sorted through. Because mm-hmm. you have you're basically replacing an entire rotation. Yep. You're dealing with an ace who was dealing with structural damage to his elbow for the second half of the and season, that's, yeah, that's, and and that's 35. that's awful to deal with, right? He's thirty, he's thirty five years old dealing with, or however old he is, thirty three, thirty four years old dealing with structural damage in his elbow. It's just that's, not, not good. Yeah, you gotta be extremely careful with that. You all, he also is coming up on an extension, on yeah. an extension mm-hmm. potentially, depending on what happens with his elbow. Uh, that gets confusing. Yeah, um, you're dealing with who's. Uh, Pitcher is presumably going to be your number two starter, who's coming off Tommy John surgery. So yeah. That was Syndergaard is signing the qualifying offer. You're trying to re-sign a dude who was your number two, yeah. number one for the second half of the year mm-hmm. this year. And... Who's a very confusing, like, like, who's a very interesting pitcher because he's not necessarily the model of, like, modern pitching. Exactly, yeah. So uh, who knows how those negotiations yeah. are going to go. Not to mention you have your superstar who very desperately wants his good friend to stay on the team. Who had a very good second half and is going to get a lot like like is going to like sure I, I'm go ahead resign Javi Baez yeah. like I I'm perfectly fine with resigning Javi Baez I'm not convinced that they're going to do what they need to do though here to actually turn this into a World Series contender it feels like 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 they it feels like they're gonna resign Javi exactly. Baez and then that's it feel like they're gonna resign Javi Baez might like resign Marcus Sherman and then they're just gonna bring back the same team they had last right pretty much and then they're gonna yeah. go out and like i don't know sign adam duvall yeah. to play right field or something and like whatever like no, yeah they're like, gonna like make, the jay bruce contract yeah exactly they're gonna bring like two guys on and then yeah just their big moves are gonna be re-signing the dudes they had this year yeah which i don't know if they're gonna re-sign Sherman, but oh yeah i i i i, I can't really, i'm not i can't really get them i can't either i i have a feeling though Sherman Sherman's gonna take a while Right, but and that's the other thing, is that last year, there is sort of a sense that everyone was like, okay, this guy is going to absolutely blow the bank. He's going to have a three hundred million dollar payroll. Let's wait for him. They have shown no indication they're going to do that, and so nobody's going to wait for them while while they're. I mean, wh- whether or not people are actually signing is a whole other issue because yeah. there's a whole yeah there's a CBA exactly. to be worked out. Um, but nobody's going to be like, okay, let's wait on the Mets because the Mets have shown. And they're that they're not going to do that. Yeah. Thus far, they should. Mm-hmm. This should be the year that 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 Steve Cohen says, "Okay, three hundred fifty million dollar payroll. Go sign Max Scherzer. Go sign Justin Verlander. Yeah. Go sign Marcus Semyon. Go sign Chris Bryan yeah. and whoever. Just go all in. Yeah. No, they very easily can go all in. But I don't think they will. No, I, it it just it doesn't it doesn't feel that. Yeah. Um. It felt like they were going to last off season, and they didn't. I mean, they traded for Francisco, but they didn't right? Really, but yeah, they didn't do anything else. 
Right. It was like like there's like there's like a ten minute period where I think it was like right right before they signed McCann or right when mm-hmm. they were going to sign McCann that there are rumors that they were literally in on everyone. Yeah. Like, like that was like when the first like even like Bauer League started yeah. and like the first uh, Springer leaks. Like they were like they were connected to McCann yeah. and Real Muto simultaneously. Um, like all of that was was happening at the same time. Um, Good thing. I mean, not that the, uh, again another <laughs> Trevor Bauer who the Mets were going to make the most paid pitcher yeah. in baseball. Who were who, they were like very like. It's yeah. not like the Mets didn't sign Trevor Bauer because they didn't want to. No, they uh, desperately uh, yeah. wanted uh, to sign yeah. Trevor Bauer. They basically, after they traded for Francisco Lindor, their entire offseason was was centered around, like, they traded Steven Matz so they can go out and sign Trevor Bauer. Steven Matz, by the way, like, for a person nothing, he ended up being, like, a serviceable number yeah, four starter. Exactly. This year. Something they desperately needed down the that All Right, exactly. Um, no, no, they, they, like, like, that's... I don't know who that was coming from. I, I thought I remember that was coming from... Was that coming from Sandy or is that coming from Kyle? I think that was coming from Sandy. Yeah. I could be... I, I should probably verify that because I don't remember. I don't feel like doing it right now. No one's going to listen to this. But, um... It's, it's just... It's like, like, it's just... It, they don't care about that sort of... Mm-hmm. About, about, like, about, like, actually, like, being good people. Yes. They don't care about being good people. Mm-hmm. Which is the longest short of it. They don't care about women. They don't care about like they're. Just, it's just it's, yeah. yeah, like they 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 just don't care. No, yeah. Um. But yeah, like I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I have very little faith from top to bottom, like from the major league roster to the organizational culture, whatever. That things are going to get better. Mm-hmm. I mean, they haven't really shown you anything that would indicate that no. things are going to get better. Yeah. Um. And so that, yeah, no, that kind of that kind of blows. Yeah. Um. But I mean, they're going to be regardless, whatever. They're going to be entertaining to watch next year yeah for different reasons they'll have all a lot of at least a lot of the dudes that were entertained they'll still have lindor they'll still have pete right francisco lindor is still going to be a met so they'll still have hopefully i mean and that's the thing with the mets this year they still and i by the end of the year they didn't really because the was hurt but for the first half of the year they still had a good team Mm -hmm. they just or at least on paper, they just didn't play very well. No, well, they're dudes who are supposed to be good, and I don't know if they're going to be next year. It, McNeil, I think McNeil will. I think I don't know what's going. Like Jeff yeah. McNeil kind of scares me because like that yeah. dude just seems like I don't know. Like he just gets like, in his own head. Right, that's the thing. Like I don't know. Like I, I don't know what. Yeah, like Dom Smith, like he was supposed to be good, and he was just bad this year. Um. Conforto, if they end up bringing him back, um, yeah, it was just. I think Conforto will be closer. I agree. I think and, and Conforto started to turn a corner at the end of this year, also. Uh, but yeah, it's just yeah. Again, once the Grom got hurt, they were never going to go anywhere. But uh, when they still had the Grom, the team was good on paper, and it was in the first place. But first place, you know, bad. Like the worst. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. 
But that's the thing. It's just okay. weird because, yeah, they didn't play well. There. If you bring Conforto back and basically say Michael Conforto is going to be our cleanup hitter, mm-hmm. he's not good enough to be a cleanup hitter on, like, a World Series championship no. team. He's just not. Like, if they bring back Conforto, that has to be in tandem with bringing in Chris Bryant exactly. or something. Or, like, Chris Bryant and Marcus Semien. It has, like, that just has to happen. Yeah. It's the only way that's going to work. Because Conforto is a fine player. Conforto's the type of player, sure, that, that's hitting, that, that's in the starting lineup on a championship team. He's hitting sixth or seventh. Yes. Like, he's like a 260, 350, 480 corner outfielder. Yeah. Like, he's like, he's like, he's like Jock Peterson on those good Dodgers. Exactly. Teams. Like, Jock Peterson was not a stalwart in that no. offense. He was a it wasn't, yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't the force of that offense. No. Like, he's slightly better than that. that yeah, Jock Peterson, I think, but like not that much better. Um, like you need you need guys like that, but you cannot build your entire offseason exactly. plan around that, especially when Chris Bryant's available. When yeah, there are so many bats out there. Um, in terms of managerial candidates that they've been linked to, I have no idea. Bob Melvin, Bobby. Like, yeah, the... I want Bob. Top dude, I don't even know. I, I think that trade would be... Because I imagine that's going to end up being a trade. We started talking about this the other day. Yeah. I imagine that's going to end up being a trade. Um, I, I don't know <laughs> how you decide who you're trading for Bob Bellman <laughs> and Billy Bean. Yeah. I don't know what goes into that process. I don't know if there's a there's an algorithm for that. Who negotiates? I guess Sandy. Well, yeah, but, or, but who on the A side? <laughs> <laughs> right, well, that's the thing. So David, is it David Frost or David Forst? David, David F., uh, the GM of the A's, is going to be negotiating a trade for his ball. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like trading like your dad. Like, yeah. not like actually, but like, like, it's like, I don't know. It's just like, that's the same vibe of like, of like, I wish I had a new, I wish I had yeah. a new ball. <laughs> like, it doesn't feel like it should be allowed. No. Well, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I like, I also, I was saying, I, I have a feeling like going back to the A's and that deal is going to be like JD Davis or something. Yeah. Like, or someone like that, or like Dom or something. Yeah. Um, Dom would, now they have, no, they, they, well, JD Davis is, is in the third baseman. Uh, yeah, I can totally see it being one, yeah. one of those two. Um, and people are not going to be happy about that, but whatever. Um, yeah, Bob would be fun. You know, it, it, listen. It's more manager of the year, plenty. That's of time. the thing. You you look for a guy with a resume. Not exactly. That's that's a guy with a resume. Multi-time manager of the year, and you know, I'm sure he's had plenty of of, of players in post-game press conferences with his <laughs> clubhouse culture. I'm sure that's that's happened. And Billy Bean's a movie star. Yeah, that's a great point. Listen. And maybe he'll finally win that last game. Exactly. Exactly. Did they win yesterday? I don't who they playing. I don't know. I'm, but I'm wondering no if you I'm be. wondering if you won the last game of the year. Possibly his last game of the year. Yeah. Let's see. They They did not win. They lost by one. Figures. Huh. They they tied it up. They were no, down don't even, no. They were down six three in the heading into the ninth. Two run home run by Seth Brown. Chris Davis. It's a solo home run to tie it up, oh, and then the Ashers walk it off in the bottom. That would have been magical. Truly. Billy, and we know Billy wasn't watching. Or at oh, least no. he wasn't there. 
No. Jonah, Jonah Hill was texting. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Jonah, please lose my number. <laughs> I have people. I have game day. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I also saw Carlos Beltran might be coming back. I was gonna ask that. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I, I mean, why not? I don't. I like whatever. I get it. Like why the Red Sox would have brought quarterback is because like he actually had a connection with the players. But like eh, whatever. Corey got another chance. Hinge got another chance. Oh yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Like I. That's the thing. Uh, yeah, the reason the Red Sox brought quarterback is because he actually had a connection. Yeah, I it's mean, it's because he brought a World Series to Boston. It's because yeah, the players wanted him back. I don't know if the Mets players. Yeah, they, I don't know. They might. They I, might like it. I I imagine Lindor probably has like some sort of relationship. Yeah, maybe. With them. Yeah. I mean, uh, did they ever play on a WBC team? I don't know, but anything? uh, what was when was the last WBC? Was Beltran still was playing? He? he was still. Was okay. he on the team? He might have been on the team. Yeah, I'm trying to think if he might have been like the coaching staff of the team. Maybe. But yeah, maybe he was uh, on the team. I don't even know. Um. Yeah, no, it's possible. Um, yeah, I don't think. I mean, maybe, maybe he really made a strong impression on those greeting calls to Pete Alonso in, yeah. in December twenty nineteen. Um, I don't know. I mean, so did you see the S and Y graphic? No. Tom Zeal was listed. Oh my god! I don't know why. No. He definitely told them to put him. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. I thought it was like it was like oh, a Todd Zeal. Oh, I don't know about that guy. <laughs> like, like I don't, I don't know. It was for the bench coach. The Zeal report. No, after, the Zeal approval. Oh yeah, the Zeal approval after every uh, post game press conference. I saw yeah. a tweet that said that. Like, hey, my Zeal approval in this game. <laughs> Any questions, Steve? Go. <laughs> No, seriously, like Gary Apple's the bench coach. Yeah. Doug Williams is the is the PR director. Exactly. Um, no, yeah, like like no, yeah. I don't want that to happen. That would be awful. Bring back Carlos Delgado, man. Mm, that's a good one. Carlos Delgado, Delgado and Beltran. Delgado, Delgado was a leader, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let, let's do a Carlos Tanya yeah. for for man. Johan's the pitching coach. And no, no, bring David Wright back. David Wright. I don't think David Wright wants to. Bring yeah, uh, Damian Eastley. Damian Eastley's like a coach now. <laughs> Bring Damian Easley yeah. back, and um, if we can't get Alex Cora, hire Joey Cora for third base coach. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Uh, Ryan Church. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Ryan Church, for sure. Ryan Church is, is like the, I don't know if there's like a, a concussion specialist. Yeah, but, but yeah. He keeps an eye on the people who get concussions and make sure they mm. go through proper protocol. And then um, I'm trying to think of Ruben. Uh, Ruben Gotai for first base coach. You probably don't even know who that is. I don't. Fun fact, before we end here, fun fact about Ruben Gotai, he and Jose Reyes, Jose Reyes and he went back-to-back to open up the game in July of 2007. It was like, not like the first time in that's history that happened or something. I don't fucking know. Um, this has been Sports Talk. Yep. We talked about sports. We talked a lot about sports. We talked a lot about sports. I am exhausted. Uh, I'll give... Uh, uh, yeah, quick predictions. Uh, Six, four socks. A hundred and nothing red socks. <laughs> we'll see you next time on Sports Talk.